The following is a paid political program. The views and opinions expressed in the following are not necessarily the views and opinions of KYOS, Radio Merced, or Stevens Media Group. Radio Merced SMG thanks you for your listenership. Welcome to Candidate's Corner. I'm former Mayor Mike Murphy, and I'm here in studio with a really special guest, uh, someone that I really admire and someone who is uh, currently representing the city of Merced very well as a council member, and that's council member Delray Shelton. Uh, Delray has been on the council for one term, and he's on the ballot this coming week, and uh, we're going to spend some time going over some topics that are important for our city and important for District 6. Uh, Welcome, Delray. Yeah, thank you, and I appreciate uh, you spending this time with me um, just to talk about District 6 and council and the city as a whole, so thanks for this uh, opportunity and the time spent. So there's a lot to talk about. There's there's a lot of accomplishments. There's also a lot of work to do, and I know that's one of the reasons why you're running is because there is a lot of good work to do to, to benefit our city. Um, but uh, if you could, why don't you just tell us a little bit about uh, who you are, why you're running, and what, what District 6 is. Yeah, uh, thank you. And so uh, four years ago when I took this uh, vibe for the city council seat, uh, it largely we could, was because this was the natural progression in life. Ever since I re- can remember as a little boy, I was involved in student council and student government in general and clubs and just community groups. And I feel like that, that general uh, knack of leadership has always been a part of my life. In fact, I often tell people that it is one of the largest callings on my life to be in these type of positions, to be able uh, to be a servant leader and uh, help stand in the gap uh, for the people in general. And so uh, I was uh, blessed enough uh, to, to win a seat by a fairly close margin uh, in the last uh, election and being able to serve the people, um, work with the people, work for the people, come along a side uh, has been uh, probably one of the highlights of my life in the last four years. Um, Merced has come so far. There's been a lot of foundation work that's done. You know, you and I have the opportunity to spend two years on the council. Uh, and I'll tell you, there was a substantial amount of foundational work done and we're seeing uh, the fruits of our labor now, especially over this last two uh, two years, despite COVID and some of the other things uh, that have ha- that has happened. Uh, Merced has still seen a substantial amount of growth uh, in tons of areas. You know, uh, District 6 is the uh, true north district of uh, Merced. And so it largely runs east to west along Yosemite Avenue, everything north of that to where the county uh, picks up. Starting in the uh, East District uh, over in North Davenport area, uh, all the way out to uh, True Bellevue Ranch, uh, over to R Street and the Dog Park, all the way north of the Syntex, and then uh, west of that, the new development. Uh, and then a large portion of a new portion of the district, I should say, uh, is the Ferrens Park area, all the way west of that to 59. And then there is some pocketed areas uh, that is true east, west, north of Donna Avenue. Um, and so a uh, fairly large uh, a district area um, and probably some of uh, uh, the best residents and the, and the best businesses. I always say that all residents are amazing. And so, uh, but I've been able to form some pretty amazing relationships and those that I'm grateful for. 
Well, that's fantastic. Um, and, and thanks for the overview of District 6. A- as you mentioned, uh, you and I had the opportunity to overlap in our service while I was mayor and, and you were on the city council for those two years. And I, I certainly enjoyed serving with you and, and the leadership that you brought to the to the council. Now, you said that uh, your last race was close. It was super close. Yeah, right? <laughs> super close. Uh, probably more closer than I or anyone else uh, would, would, would care to shoulder, but six votes close. And, you know, the thing that is important here, I really feel like it was it's a life lesson and it's a testimony um, uh, for my campaign. And But for those that don't think their vote really matters. Uh, and so, you know, six votes, extremely close margin, an election certified almost uh, at the very end before it had to be certified uh, through through the state. And so I always tell people when people don't think their vote is important, when people don't think voting matters, indeed it does. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that's why I wanted to highlight it. If you're on the fence about whether you're going to find time to vote this year, vote. Um, these races, especially these city council races, really come down to to small numbers uh, when it when it when it's all you know tallied in the end. So six votes last time. I had the opportunity. I was out knocking doors for you over the weekend, oh, and I um, appreciate it. Yeah, Thank and you. I had a great time. And um, you know, I heard from a lot of people that they're really happy with the work you're doing. They're they're looking forward to having you up there for another term, and uh, and so do I. And oh, so, um, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, I think that there's just a lot of good things happening in Merced, and it takes good leadership to do that. So, let's uh, let's talk about some of the substantive issues, and there are a lot of them to be concerned about when you're on the city council. Last week, you and I had the opportunity to run through a few of the issues, and if if listeners didn't catch that interview, it is available to be downloaded on kyos.com. Um, or it can be downloaded as a podcast as well. But let's talk through uh, some additional issues uh, here today because this campaign really is about the issues. And and so one of those things is jobs. And so I know you've been focused on jobs. And you know, from my perspective, jobs are really the lifeblood of everything else that the city wants to do as a community. Um, so why don't you uh, take us through some of your priorities on that front? Yeah, and so I, I couldn't agree more. A- absolutely. Um, what we know is when there um, are jobs to be had and, and well-paying jobs, it really is a lifeline um, to families. And from the standpoint of when you uh, are the provider for your household uh, and you know that you can go to work every day and that you can make um, a substantial living to be able to be that provider, uh, it does so much for the just the general quality of life. Um, and, uh, you know, it does a lot for your spirit as a, as a provider. You know, over these last almost four years, um, we have seen hundreds of jobs come to this city. And even in the midst of COVID, even in the midst of, you know, the the civil unrest, even in the midst of the instability of the economy, we still remain with a surplus of jobs to be had. And may I add good quality jobs. Even through all of this, we still uh, saw a substantial amount of building occur. We saw a substantial amount of just general industry and restaurants and businesses open. And the common denominator in all this is they all need employees. Mm -hmm. Um, and they all um, are looking for employees. Uh, and so, you know, we're, 
you know, on this end, hopefully uh, of COVID and we're still trudging through um, some economy uncertainty. But one thing I do know is that if people are looking for decent paid jobs, uh, they're out there um, and they are to be had. And that's one of the proudest things uh, of being on the the council is being able uh, to see, but also being able to be confident in convincing people um, that there are resources out there to help them um, ascertain that quality of life that they're looking for so people can be able to live their best life now and to be that provider uh, for their their loved ones um, and, and their 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 family and so we're we're super excited about that and you know one of the things I always tell people is just take a short drive around Merced and look at all the building and just know that in every section of this community there's building but the icing on the cake is knowing that those people need employees Mm -hmm. and that if you are in need of a job or anyone else that's in need of a job, um, just know that there's opportunity coming. That's right. And as you know, the city plays a a critical role in helping create an environment where, uh, employers can, can employ people and employees can thrive. If the city's not going to be able to hire everyone, it's the private sector that, for the most part does that but but the city plays that important role and um so let's let's talk about another issue and this is this is one that uh that comes up in in conversation quite frequently and that's the topic of homelessness and uh so maybe can you can you share with us your approach to homelessness how the city what 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 role the city has to play what role other agencies need to play whether that's um you know the, the the other other entities of government, the county, the state, or um, the nonprofit sector, the faith faith based community. Why don't you share with us your view on on homelessness? Yeah, you know we've all heard the old adage: it takes a village, and indeed it does take a village. And I think we've learned this time and time and time again when it comes to some of these hard issues like homelessness. You know, one of the things that everyone has to know is that the homeless or unhoused, um, you know, for our unhoused brothers and sisters, uh, it's just not a Merced-centric issue. This is a county issue. This is a state issue. Uh, This is an issue beyond California, and everyone uh, is dealing with it. Uh, The other piece of this is there's no perfect formula uh, for the resolve for this. There's best practices. There's things that, um, you know, various organizations has tried and they've worked out and there's other things that they tried and they haven't worked out. Um, but, um, the important thing about it is the progress that we should we should we should really be celebrating here in our community. You know, our our point in time count was recently done, and um, you know there there's been a reduction uh, in our point in time count. Why don't you explain what the point in time count is? Yeah, so the point in time count is largely a robust effort to survey those that are still out there, um, you know, in the streets, unhoused, and in what capacity uh, they're on unhoused in what services they have and don't have, so on and so forth. So it gives us a real good picture of just what we're dealing with. Um, It gives us a good picture of, um, you know, what we've conquered uh, and what we've been able to achieve. Um, and then also it gives us a picture of what uh, needs to, to, to be done. And so we're really proud of our, our point in time count. Uh, we're really, there's a lot of progress that I should say uh, that has been made. You know, when I talk about that formula for home, 
homelessness and some of the things that we know that's worked. Uh, so we know shelter is a big piece of this. Uh, what we also know now is social services, wraparound services. Mm-hmm. You know, many of our uh, community uh, brothers and sisters that are out there in the streets potentially is bound by the stronghold of addiction or uh, they suffer from, you know, behavioral health issues. And what's important is that we have a, we have uh, all of these services uh, together. So not only are we housing people, we have wraparound services that are helping people with potential behavioral health issues, uh, being able to point people in the right direction uh, for programs to help with addiction issues. Uh, also, general um, like livelihood issues. Uh, those professionals that can come alongside people uh, and help them not only understand the importance of being able to be self-sufficient in life, but how to be self-sufficient, um, whether it's how to control your money and pay bills to um, the importance of you know getting up in the morning and doing those basic things for yourself that's really, really important to help increase um, oneself and in in their quality of life. Um, and so, you know, it's it's these things that we really have to continue to do well and continue to, to, to ramp up. Um, you know, when I talk about it takes a village, it really takes everyone. And you you name some very key uh, groups in this community from community based organizations and nonprofits uh, to churches um, to just general community clubs to uh, local government, uh, to state government, to the federal government. It really takes all of us uh, being a part of this to, to make a large uh, impact. You know, the truth is we'll probably never see a total eradic- you know, eradication of it. But I'll tell you, um, I look forward to the day and I know that day will come where we have a good, robust hold on this, um, something that is tangible that the people uh, can see as, as they drive around and, and our brothers and sisters out there deserve it. Right. Um, you know, if, if people were in their right mind, right, they weren't bound by addiction. They didn't have behavioral health problems. Um, people want what's best for them in their own life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes it's helping people um, to get to that place uh, to where they largely can be helped. And they understand that they too are important Um, but they also have to do their part in all of this to be better, to do better. Yeah, that's right. As you look around our city, there's many manifestations of ways that the city in partnership with others have done good things. And and I I do emphasize the partnership because it's so multifaceted, Mm. right? It's, it's a, it's a city issue and it's a County issue and it's all the other um, aspects that you mentioned. And so I know you've been, a good partner and a good supporter of really trying to improve uh, homelessness in our community and um, and it's made a difference. Yeah. So. And it's an all hands on deck thing. And one of the things I, you know, that's nice to be able to say is, you know, from our uh, police department, uh, our, our DART team and uh, having that key group of men and yeah. women that uh, is helping folks and, and pointing folks to services uh, from, you know, the fire department and all they do from it. You know, the CLC partnership, the navigation center, you know, it's neat um, of the work that we're able to do at the D Street Shelter. 
together. Right. And I've been uh, lucky enough to be a part of, you know, helping making dinners mm-hmm. uh, for all those that are dependent upon, um, you know, uh, food there and, and shelter there. Our one's a big one is our Caltrans partnership that right. we now have. Uh, that is a partnership between the city of Merced and Caltrans to be able to clean up, uh, you know, trash and debris that uh, potentially is left behind and or um, to be able to provide those services so they can properly dispose of, you know, trash uh, in, in, in waste. Are you, are you talking about in particular like the, the undercrossings for Highway 99 and you the are highways correct. where you are correct. people look at it and say, hey, there's a big mess here. Yeah. It's in the city of Merced, but, but it's actually under the jurisdiction of Caltrans. And so yeah. what you're saying is that you've overcome that red tape to be able to just get in there and, and fix about fix problems and less worry less about, you know, who has, you know, jurisdiction or not, just be more uh, solution oriented. Yeah, absolutely. And that was a huge win for us. I know as uh, folks drove around the community, that was a, a major complaint people had is just the, the eyesore of all the mm-hmm. trash and, you know, all of kind of the general waste. And, um, you know, we've been able to be impactful uh, in uh, getting that stuff cleaned up and being, being proactive in it. Um, yeah. Well, that's great. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's switch gears a little bit and um, talk about youth programming. You know, youth programming has been a real focus for this city council and um, also for prior city councils, but I'd say this, this council in particular has, has some real accomplishments to point to and also some, some real plans on how to, how to improve youth engagement. And, um, and, of course, that leads to better outcomes when those youth become adults and 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 so on but um if you could why don't you why don't you share with us some thoughts about youth programming in the city of merced yeah and so i i think one area that we all agree on is the importance of investment in our young people um and that comes in in many forms right whether that's through uh local education and clubs uh to violence prevention programming to just general recreation uh, to mentorship programming so on and so forth and uh, you know the, the they're really shapeable and what's important is that um, they are well equipped uh, to be able to take their rightful place in this world when the time comes and be really successful at it and whatever that looks like for you know each unique uh, individual and so you know over these last four years one of the things that's been really uh, rewarding and interesting has just been the investment that we've had as a, as a city investing additional fundings uh, in the tune of almost a few hundred thousand dollars in parks and recs was being able to stand up uh, the youth job uh, program um, that we have had a substantial amount of success with. And that's in partnership uh, with, with a county and, uh, you know, a workforce uh, in investment mm-hmm. uh, and being able to stand that up <clears throat> and also uh, being able to continue to work with those community based organizations and 501s that do uh, such excellent work surrounding uh, young people. You know, one of the things I point to is the Boys and Girls Club and the work that uh, uh, Miss Lee is doing with all the young people there. Uh, we just recently went to the Boys and Girls Club fundraiser, and I was just mm-hmm. uh, amazed at uh, all the amazing work yeah. that's being 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 done there. Uh, some other things are uh, some of the recreational programs that were ha- that we you know the city authors, but some of the the nonprofits. Uh, 
soccer is a huge thing um, in Merced, and so is boxing. And I know the average community member doesn't know, but I'll tell you, um, our youth soccer teams and our boxing teams have really put Merced uh, on the map uh, and with their talent. Um, and so young people are being invested uh, in by those coaches and those parents. Uh, and, they're, and they're really doing a, a great job. You talk about having alternative programming to keep young people out of trouble. Uh, there is opportunity and there is access for the, you know those shoes. You know, we had a, a huge turnaround in our parks and recs department. We have amazing people that work in there but you know over the last year and a half or a little more we hired a new uh, parks and recs director and i'll tell you he is just christensen is just hitting it out of the park with um re- revitalizing some of uh, maybe our old and existing programs to the implementation of new programming and additional outreach in our community uh, and so we're really we're really excited about the investment um and just the the huge turnaround we've seen in, in youth programming i will say there is a lot more work that has to be done Um, and I'm excited about these next four years and um, continuing prioritizing youth services and youth programming uh, in in general Uh, I'm really hoping that we really uh, come to address uh, potentially the the youth violence uh, issue here yeah yeah do you see a correlation between uh, uh, youth opportunities and youth violence and how does that how does that play into kind of yeah. some of the things the city's doing? Yeah. So a few things when uh, young people um, understand their worth um, and um, they have people to look up to uh, to potentially shadow or model their lives after it's really it's really impactful and it's really powerful. The other thing is is when we help them channel their time and their energy. Yeah. Um, well, folks, I'm, I'm here in studio with uh, Delray Shelton. Delray Shelton is a candidate for Merced City Council District 6. He's uh, finishing his first term on the Merced City Council. It's a four-year term. Uh, and I'm, I'm your guest host today here on Candidates Corner. My name is Mike Murphy. I'm the former mayor of Merced. And I had the opportunity, as I said, to serve with Delray as a council member. Um, he's a great council member. He's a great human being. And he's a great choice and really the only, you know, it's the best choice in District 6. Um, I'll, I'll say that, you know, this is not, a, this is not a, a, a race where there's a whole lot of, well, I'd say there's, I would say there's stark differences between the candidates. There's a real choice uh, for voters to make and, and, and you are the choice. Um, so, um, again, I'm here with Delray Shelton. Let's talk a little bit about, just to kind of inform the voters about some of the things that have been going on in terms of some of your constituents maybe getting different ballots hmm. or a second yeah. ballot. Yeah. Why don't you outline what's happened and, and let voters know what to expect uh, in their mailbox. Yeah. Uh, so in short, uh, there, there's been a uh, very large uh, mix up in the distribution of ballots in districts uh, four and six in unique or particular precincts. And so those are areas uh, residents live in. And so I know the county has been working um, 
very hard to be able to right that wrong. They've brought in additional employees and professionals and resources to be able uh, to turn this around. And so um, for unique districts um, or precincts and districts of four and six, uh, the county has reached out. Uh, yes, you have received a ballot, but the ballot to complete and submit is ballot number two. And okay. so if you are in a precinct that potentially got the wrong ballot that did not have uh, candidates names on it or maybe just one candidate or multiple candidates that you know is wrong the ballot is uh, wrong in general you should be receiving a second ballot and if you have not it's important that you get on the phone or even stop by the county administrative uh, building and help them understand your situation so they can help you take care of that Uh, but it's extremely important that you do fill out the correct ballot and it's extremely important in that you participate. You know, sometimes in gubernatorial elections like this, there's a low voter turnout. But I'll tell you, uh, the soul of Merced is really dependent upon uh, the residents casting a vote. And so it's so important that they do cast uh, cast that vote. And if they have any questions in regards to the ballots, uh, candidates, so on and so forth, uh, to contact the Register of Voters office uh, so those people can be a source of information to you. Um, also, I also recommend that um, our residents go to uh, their candidates' uh, websites um, and come to understand uh, who is out there uh, to serve them. Um, not not who they are now, but who they've been, um, who they'll you know potentially always be. Mm-hmm. Um, the work they've done um, in the past, present, and the work that they have the capacity to do in the future. Uh, really educate yourself on um, your selections so you can be able to uh, cast... Um, uh, a good vote. Yeah. So you, you mentioned uh, websites. What, what's your website? What's the best way to get information about you? Yeah. Uh, feel free uh, to email uh, through my website and it's uh, uh, Delray Shelton uh, for uh, city council. Um, there's a good, a lot of good information on there. Feel free to stop by and check it out. Also uh, you can log on to Facebook, uh, instant Instagram. They're just under my name. You can query that Delray Shelton uh, and uh, our Facebook page will come up and our Instagram account will come up. Uh, you can, always communicate me uh, communicate with me rather through those channels uh, asking questions learn a ton of information well that's great and and I think that's helpful to talk about the the steps that are being taken to to fix the situation and you know, certainly very thankful for the steps that have been taken by the county to 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 come forward and and put, put resources that are necessary to to try and clear up any confusion that, that may be out there but I think the bottom line is if you've got a ballot you should cast it, right? Yeah, you should, you should absolutely. vote. Um, don't let it deter you. And, and as I mentioned, you know, we talked about these, these races tend to be very close and your, and your vote does matter. Um, in the, the few minutes we've got left, maybe you could, could talk a little bit about the purpose of the council and, uh, you know, why, why it's important to participate in local government, maybe how local government impacts your, impacts your life. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if you're a resident of Merced, uh, why is the Merced City Council important to you? Yeah. And so the the purpose of the city council largely is the policy making body um, in the administrance or the general oversight of, of, of funding. Um, and that is your taxpayers dollars. And so um, the the largest issues that are dealt with are anything from jobs, to public safety, to housing, to parks, um, uh 
quality of life, economic development, so on and so forth. And those are all major things that impact your day-to-day quality of life. And so it's important that uh, residents are involved and they stay tuned uh, to be able to get really good quality information so they know what is going on in the city they live in. They know what is impacting their life or potentially could be impacting their life. It's important that they become stakeholders um, and they really become um, interested uh, in the local business that is that is that is taking place you know the city council's responsibility is to help bring be uh, the resident's voice and so um, you know oftentimes residents may think that they don't have a voice or their voice is not heard but you know I always tell folks that's the exact opposite and so when people reach out to us um, whether it's an idea whether it's a potential issue uh, that they're facing in the city that is each of our responsibilities um, to bring some sort of resolution to their situation and to really be their voice and to advocate for them them. And so um, I understand life happens and people are really busy doing the things they have to do in life. And so they often can't come to meetings. Uh, but it's important when they have just a little bit of time to tune in and become familiar. Um, and when they can't do that, call your district uh, council rep and tell them, hey, I've been checked out for a little bit, but bring me up to speed. And we definitely will. Well, I, I saw that firsthand when we served together, the way that you're responsive to the needs of your constituents. Uh you know, residents would reach out to you and you took those, those constituent issues seriously and, and were helpful. And so, um, well, why don't you, uh, if, if you could just, uh, you know, tell the listeners why Delray Shelton? Um, you know, I, I've been very clear that I'm a supporter. You've got lots of people supporting you and, and you could even share some of those endorsements, but, but why Delray Shelton and, 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 um, and one last plug on maybe how to, how to reach you. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I, I think it's very foundational and, and basic. First of all, I'm always going to be a good steward of your taxpayers' dollars. I'm always going to err on the side of caution um, and, and make the right choice fiscally. I'm always going to uh, make um, and support a lucrative and responsible policy, a policy that is going to be beneficial uh, to all sectors of, of the, of the uh, community. Um, I'm going to be a voice for those uh, in the community, no matter if you live in District 6 or not, uh, and I'm going to do the uh, make those hard decisions, stand in the gap, and continue to, to, to do the work. Uh, it's important that we champion Merced uh, and we serve the people. It's important that when people wake up every day, they understand they have opportunity and access to live their best life now. Excellent. And just one more time, uh, your website, how do, they, how, do, how do folks get more information about you? Uh, 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 Delray Shelton for city council.com. Uh, and then you also can log on to my, my uh, Facebook page and uh, Instagram page. Just type in my name, Delray Shelton for city council and uh, lots of good information will come up. Well, fantastic. Best of luck this week, Delray in the, in the election. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks so much. Thank you.